Hey folks, I'm Kathy Parker with Beyond the Ball Field. This is not your typical sports show. We won't be talking X's and O's, but we will be talking about raising your family in the sports-crazed world. Let's not only survive sports, but let's learn to thrive on and off the field. So please, join us as we look at life beyond the ball field. Okay, I'm here with my friend Bruce Pulver. And Bruce, your book, Above the Chatter, our words matter, definitely has relevance more than I could have ever imagined after the two, uh, 2020 year that we had. Uh, and I think a lot of it, Bruce, is because, you know, in the past, I've seen people with all their New Year's resolutions and all of those things. And of course, I've been a part of that in the past. But with this year, 2021, I'm not seeing any of that, but I'm seeing people adopt words for the year. And I think a lot of that is because we have realized that we really do not have control <laughs> over some of those, over those uh, New Year's resolutions, but we do have control over our words. Do you agree? Oh, I, I agree wholeheartedly. In the last, you know, five or six years, it's really, I would say, impressed that on my soul and my heart, my mind and my spirit, that the words we speak to ourselves and the words that we speak out loud, absolutely we control what those are. We may not control the circumstances, but we certainly control the conversation. We control the script that we play in our head 100%. And, and I'm hoping that, that in 2021, maybe words do help us set our intentions and really set us on the course more so than maybe our desire to control everything around us. Absolutely. And Bruce, you and I have something in common in that we have uh, raised athletes. We've, we have children who've played a uh, ball, gone on to play um, high school uh, travel ball, and then go, going on and played collegiate ball. One of the things, and of course, I don't have any playing. Mine are all finished with their playing days. I do have a daughter coaching and a husband coaching. And one of the things that I think a lot about is what they have to do to encourage their athletes because many times their hopes and dreams are so shattered with whether seasons exist or don't exist and just so many things that they do not have control over. As a father of an athlete at the at the collegiate level, what's some of the things, some of the words that you've been able to share with your daughter um, going through some of the uncertainty? Well, that's such a great question and it's so relevant. <clears throat> it's so relevant. They were fortunate um, at her college to have a season um, this fall. It was shortened and she's a soccer player. So they had a shortened season um, and did continue to do all of the work. But, you know, from week to week, they didn't know if there was going to be a match. If there was a, you know, a, a positive COVID uh, that changed everything. <clears throat> Not maybe for the whole team, but quarantining of players. And one of her roommates tested positive, but never had any symptoms or never had really any anything um, associated with the, the virus, but that caused her to have to be two weeks down. And the words we talked about really was just, you know, 
you can't control the circumstance. What you've got to do is we talked a lot about mindset. Yeah. And, you know, my, mindset to me can be words. It can be images, any, any kind of trigger that, that says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work to place my mind in this place versus that place. And, of course, with, with athletes, especially, you know, children, younger as they're growing up, sometimes that's hard to process. So I, we really tried to simplify it and just say, look, what can you do? You can, you can keep working. Right. Um, and we think, we talk a lot about, in our family, you know, as a soccer player, there's not really a next step after college to right. continue playing the sport. Probably same with softball, same with most sports, right? Even those that play the professional sports in, or the sports that are professional sports in college, it's a very small number that go on to continue that. Exactly. So what every, I've tried to do hey, Bruce, as a parent. Every, yeah. Everyone plays their last game. That's one of the things my husband, you know, tells told our kids and tells his players, it doesn't matter what level you go to, everyone will play their last game and have to move on. So getting that in your mind, uh, and it might happen sooner for some than others, but you're exactly right. Oh, very, very good point. Thank you for bringing that in, into the conversation, because looking beyond that says, okay, so let's talk now about the fact that you struggled. Um, Let's talk about the fact that you had an injury to overcome. Let's talk about the fact that you came in as first string, but ended up, you know, kind of a couple of years as second string. And, and you go on to the next level outside of college. That's either an interview process. That's going into the bank to get a loan to start your own small business. That's you going into an online uh, type of um, merchandising world or whatever that next step is, applying for graduate school. Pick it and go on and on for the examples. How can you take the experience that you've had in that commitment to tell your story because that's what it's really about it's defining a lot of things about your character it's sharpening you especially in the times when there are setbacks and i don't mean it to sound like yeah let's go look for something to you know to set us back but again if we have some words associated with the situation um then we we can we can reframe it and it doesn't define who we are the circumstance isn't us it's just the situation so um, that's some of the things we try to think about is, is in talking to my daughter about it. It's like, look, I'm, it is a struggle, but and she's accomplished some things academically in the past couple of semesters that, that she should be really proud of. That plus showing up at the gym with everybody else at the same time, yes. doing the extra reps that everybody else is doing, really helps tell your story differently than anyone else. And it, when you face those challenges outside of sport, Let's be let's be putting those in what I call our cookie jar. Let's put those setbacks, how we push through and we're successful. And so when we know we have to go to a challenging situation, we can look to that cookie jar and say, you know, I remember that. I remember those two a days. And I also remember that, you know, I didn't get the playing time I wanted. But you know what? I persevered through it and I'm stronger because of it. Mm-hmm. Use that mindset mindset as you move into something else in life. So that's what we're trying to do. That is such a great example. Um, my husband yesterday had a former player stop by to say hello before returning back to college. And uh, he was going into his senior year, very a baseball player, very, very uncertain um, if they were going to have a season or not. Uh, and I would, would have been a little worried about him, except for he said, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I got a chance 
uh, to get my degree. I got a chance to play at the next level. And if I miss out on my senior season, I still had a chance to do something that most would dream of doing. And I thought, oh, he's going to be just fine. And uh, because he learned, Bruce, like what you were saying, he learned how to deal with adversity. And we live in a world where we are going to experience adversity. And so learning that, even if it's through something you love and that you've poured your heart and soul into, as in the sport, an athlete that is that is perfecting their sport, what an opportunity to learn from it, to be able to rebound, to be able to reset and refocus and hit those challenges head on. I think it's going to prepare these youth, especially the ones that have gone through this past season, are going to be going to be ready for some of the challenges that they'll face ahead in their adult life. Don't you agree? Oh, I agree wholeheartedly because let's think about it this from the other perspective. Let's look at both sides of the lens, Kathy. Not only are the players, the athletes, the student athletes going through this thing for the first time of not knowing if they have a season, what it looks like, how do they work out differently, diet, you know, travel, all that kind of stuff has changed. If there's an opportunity to go to the next level, the, the place where they would go to play the next level is also dealing with the same thing for the first time. So to think that they're the only one affected, um, I think is missing both sides of the lens. So let's say it's the scout or it's the player personnel um, vice president or it's, it's, you know, it's the head coach at the next level, how they're even able to look at players right now who may be so ready to go to that next level is going to be different because they're not going to have, you know, 14 games of football season of tape to look at. I mean, they may have five. You know what I mean? And, and how fit can you be when you're not able to do the workouts as much as possible or if there's been some quarantining? So the whole universe has, has changed around those kinds of evaluations. So again, kind of back to it, don't own it as it being your limitation. It's a, it's a system-imposed new set of operating procedures. Right. And, uh, and so that's, that's yeah, so I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And a chance to get creative. Um, I know I have seen uh, different coaches and uh, their players learn to use whatever they have to work out, to be able to, um, you know, use a stick in the yard for batting or whatever um, to be able to work on their skill. Um, I had one, in fact, I had the privilege of interviewing um, a, a man from Atlanta who works with inner city youth in baseball. And he said, you know, when, especially when they were all quarantined, he said, you know, I want you going in front of a mirror and just practicing, you know, just practicing your swing and or going out in the parking lot and just, you know, swinging at the air, you know, but just practice it and film it and look at it and and just, you know, whatever resources you had. So what an opportunity to learn to be creative. And uh, of course, working with youth, we're thinking outside of the box all the time, trying to think of, okay, what can we do with the space that we have and the limitations that we have and just learning to be creative. And quite honestly, um, I think it's gonna make us so much better better at what well, we do and more appreciative and 
and resourceful and not looking at every problem to be solved, you know, by someone else, but thinking of how we can solve it ourselves. Oh, absolutely. And, and Kathy, you and I have had so many amazing conversations about the importance of our faith. And um, let's spend a second on that, if you're all right with that. Oh, I mean, yes. Let's think about this, right? I mean, we are, if we, if we are actually believing and walking in our, walking in our purpose and walking in our faith, don't you believe that, that the Lord's preparing us on this pathway for the blessings that are already out there for us to receive? And so while these may seem like life-devastating situations, with a strong faith, we will be using we will be using how we're tested in the next chapter of our life that we don't even know is going to be there yet. Isn't that right? And we don't, like you said, we don't know the circumstances. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like. I'll tell you a funny story, Bruce. Over the um, Thanksgiving, it was during Thanksgiving break. One of my sons was home. He um, he was able to spend a few days with us. And he made the comment, teasing uh, his his brothers and his sister about about me, the mom. He said, "You know, mom only likes to do those things that are thousands of miles away and take millions of dollars and take years to accomplish. You know, she doesn't like doing easy things. You know, <laughs> that most people do." And I I just chuckled about it, but. After I really got a chance to think about it, I I was like, you know, I'm glad that my children see that I take on challenges that are so much bigger than myself and that a lot of times with those, it comes with only God, you know, only with God's help can they be done. You certainly can't take the glory for it because you cannot do it on your own. You cannot do it. <laughs> so um, sometimes just those uh, challenges that seem hopeless, that seem so much bigger than ourselves. And that leads me to my word, my word for the year. And Bruce, I know you have a word for the year and I want to hear yours. Um, but can I tell you mine? Please do. Okay. My word for the year because um, I was praying about this and I asked the Lord, you know, what is it that, you know, that I've been given that, um, that I can use, you know, what is it? And immediately the word joy came to my mind and God has given me such a strong sense of joy. Like I, I will wake up in the morning joyful and and even with circumstances sometimes where everything wasn't going right, you know, that, um, you know, the finances weren't going right, the, you know, job opportunities weren't going right, you know, things weren't going always right. Um, having to deal with, you know, losing family members and things like that, that, um, you know, could make you really miss them and you were really sad at times, but a joy would come over me and I thought, okay, that's my word. And so I thought, okay, what is that? What is it about joy that gives me strength? But I thought about it, the Bruce Pulver way on what that word joy um, would mean. And so I took the J and 
the word jumping. Okay, because jumping is one of those things. And for a woman over 55 who I never thought of myself as being very athletic to begin with, but now it's like when I'm working out and there's something that we have to do, that we have to jump. In my mind, Bruce, I see myself doing it. You know, I think, yeah, I can do that. But then I never really leave the ground. <laughs> well, that's different, right? You think you left the ground, you did, right? That's great. So, so anyways, so jumping is yeah. the J. So jumping was the J, and then the O was over, and the Y was yourself. So having to, like, go beyond yourself, and even if it's just in your mind, you know, having to go over yourself, jumping over yourself. So that's my word. That's my word, and I'm sticking to it for 2021. I absolutely <laughs> love that. So I got to tell you this. I wrote it recently, and maybe this ties into joy for you. So I was thinking about what kind of goals am I going to set this year, right? And I believe in setting massive goals. Yes. And so I said, well, what does that mean to me? And, I, and what just came to me is I'm going to set goals so big they can only be accomplished with God's total involvement. Yes. Yes. So that sort of led me to my word for the year. It's a few more letters than joy. But, and you know, in the book, Above the Chatter, Our Words Matter, I've collected over 400 consecutive days of writing a word just like you did with joy. Mm-hmm. You look at the word, you write it vertically, and then you use a word or a phrase starting with each letter of the word, and it helps define what that means. So when you say joy, you're now just jumping over yourself. Yes. I mean, that's just, that's what, what joy means, right? So for my word, and I'll, I'll give you a little backstory here, is that I do I do know, as I reflected and, and looked at my, you know, last few years, which have been such a great blessing, such a great blessing to me with, with everything that, that the Lord has given me. Um, I do fully believe that I've, I lived with some, self-limiting beliefs through the process. Am I enough? You know, do I have what it takes? You know, am I going to be able to, you know, um, honor the mission and honor the book and honor the messages that God gave me? And I would say quite honestly, and be transparent to you that there were times and there still are that I questioned myself about that. And now what I realized was, was that limited things that, that, that had me living in a world or thinking process of scarcity. That yes. it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. There wasn't uh, too risky, those sorts of things. So I'll quickly get to my word and read it to you. My word for 2021 is the word abundance. Ooh. And so I took each letter of abundance and I wrote a little sentence with each one. And let me read it to you real quick as we, I know we're going to wrap up and want to get everybody on to the rest of their day. But for me, abundance means the following. The A is a life without limits Mm. so don't believe that that you are not enough but a a life without limits is a and b in abundance is built on faith and purpose so like those huge goals that can only be accomplished with god fully involved in them with me that's that's the b built on faith and purpose Mm -hmm. the the u in abundance for me was uplifting and uplifted so if I step and, and my walk during the year is intentional with uplifting others, I will, by default, be uplifted as well. 
if my focus is on serving and, and, and looking to uplift others. So that's the U. The N, and I got to say I got this from, from Mel Robbins' book, 54321, um, the five-second rule, is no hesitation, full-on go. I believe sometimes I ponder. Even if I know it's the right move, I feel it's the right move, I know I'm being moved in the right direction, I would hesitate. So the N is no hesitation, full-on go. Okay, we're moving through this. Now, D is directed by his gifts and calling. Mm-hmm. Getting myself out of the driver's seat, being willing to let the car be driven, not by me, but by directed by his gifts that he's given me and his calling that I feel. And you know how I feel about gifts. Gifts, the acronym for gifts, are God-installed features to share, and we all have them. Yes. Okay. So the A, second A in abundance, is aligned on the path of serving. Kind of gets back to the uplifting and uplifted. Mm-hmm. Just continuing to look for ways to say, I can help with that. Or what can I do to, to serve or, or to bring, bring value to others? Whatever that is, whether that's business value or whether that's faith-based value to others, align on the path of serving. So the N, the second N, is navigating more to yeses. Navigating to more yeses, meaning commit to things. Say, I will do it and figure out how later. Take advantage of opportunities. So the C is then believing that I am capable and that I am staying committed. One of the things about training, one of the things, even though there's no season, even though our games are cut back, even though maybe there are you know, fewer roster for traveling, if I stay committed to my commitment, I will make incremental progress to abundance. And lastly, the E of abundance was endless blessings and bounty I truly believe will come my way if I look to live a life of abundance. Mm. I love it. I love it. All right. So let- I would encourage everyone. I agree with you. Resolutions, eh, kind of a challenge, right? We're yeah. kind of limited by our circumstances. But pick a word and think on that word and, and maybe write yours vertically and come up with a definition for the word. And then, man, I bet you'd love for folks checking out this podcast to share those with you. And, and kind of track them through the year so that uh, we can say 2021 was the year of our words. Oh, you know what? That is, that's profound. 2021, because I do believe that. I do believe what we speak, how much power it has in it and how it's going to direct our path and and how we look at things. So, uh, Bruce, if people want to get your book, where do, where should they go? The name of the book is the name of the website, Above the Chatter, OurWordsMatter.com. If you got a Prime uh, account on Amazon, you can get it there as well. But if you do decide to go to my website and acquire the book, I sign every copy. So if you want to get a copy for your teams, for your team's parents, for your coaches, um, anyone in your business, uh, get them from my website. I will reach back out to you and personally ask you for each person's name that you want them signed for and then ship them out to you. The other benefit of that uh, is that whenever a book is sold, I'm able to donate a copy of the book to organizations helping others, like hospitals, homeless shelters, inner city programs, etc. So above the chatter, ourwordsmatter.com. I post every day on Facebook and Instagram, above the chatter, Bruce Pulver. So if you want to kind of get a daily new word or a, what I'm calling my mindset messages that I'm putting out this year, 
uh, you can go there and follow me and, you know, grab the word and comment back and share and, and interact with me there. Bruce, I'm always encouraged uh, when I speak with you because you're uplifting, you're doing exactly um, what you're called to do and you do it well and you do it with extreme enthusiasm. So I always love talking to you. It always uplifts me and just gives me such encouragement. So thank you. Thank you so much for for taking time to encourage all of us today. And, um, and I'm going to keep you updated on how I do with my word joy this year. <laughs> well, well, Kathy, you're a blessing in my life, and, and I appreciate so much the opportunity to spend time with you and have these kinds of conversations because they refuel me, and you can't pour from an empty cup. So I want you to know that you energize me when we have the opportunity to chat as well. All right, Bruce. Thank you, brother. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us today on Beyond the Ball Field. For more information on upcoming podcasts or to get my book, Northern Lights, go to my website, kathybparker.com. Again, thank you for joining us.